everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful but now chill in the air Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about some unpopular groups in America who are just keep on getting <laughs> less popular. Well, and one group that is... Now no longer. Not more popular, but not less less popular. (laughs) What? It's less... It is less less popular. Well, there's one takeaway that's (laughs) nice, I guess, which is atheists are no longer the most hated group in America. Yeah. We've been beat out by another group. But it's not because we're like poor. Let's all (laughs) wave our flags. It's just somebody else. Another group is just more disliked yeah exactly so, not, we'll, not, we'll get into that nothing to be tremendously thrilled about yeah i don't know that we did our <laughs> did the work for this one anyway we'll talk so. about that later uh for now we got other things to talk about yeah sure you you're holding a thing you want to do your thing yes i do get, get that paper let me get out my bifocals yeah um so dan yeah what percentage of Mormons would you say are Republican? Oh, that's interesting. Because, um, okay, I'm just going to point out that there's a difference between so, Utah Mormons correct. and not Utah Mormons. Correct. This is uh, Mormons across the board. Okay. And they are, they, they, they're, they are factoring in... Mormon or sort of votes, or no, not Mormon, Republican or votes with the Republican okay. predominantly. Okay. Right. That, that's where you feel your allegiance, even though you may not be a registered member of the party. So like there my, are a lot of Mormons who refuse to affiliate. Yeah. My father-in-law uh, proudly talks about how he's unaffiliated. And then, of course, every time votes for the Republican. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say it's 85%. The record high uh-huh. in uh, the Pew polling uh, was eighty percent. Oh wow! Okay, uh, and that was uh, that was GOP members or lean GOP, just like we were talking about. And that was in nineteen ninety four and in two thousand eleven. Okay, Th- those those years came up with eighty percent. Okay, uh, the uh, the low had been sixty percent, and that was in nineteen ninety nine. Okay, so when did they start doing this? It poll. doesn't say. Because if you go back to like the 70s and 60s and yeah, 50s, I, it switches up trema- tremendously. But yeah. There, there's no mention of anything 80s or earlier. Right. So I think they probably got started in the 90s. Right. Uh, and uh, so uh, now. Yeah. 48%. What? Yeah. That's impossible. With 24% saying they consider themselves Democrats. Huh. That they don't do historical breakdowns right. of. So that could be a number that stayed solid or... Or whatever. Or what... Yeah. Up, gone up, down. Who knows? But uh, 24% of Latter-day Saints currently uh, lean or consider themselves Democrats. Interesting. And which, which is remarkable because nobody would ever... Not in this state, you wouldn't think that, but let me tell you, you find most of them here. Yeah. Except for, there's a bunch in Southern California, but... Yeah. I, um, I don't know. That's very interesting to me. Yeah. When was this poll done? Yesterday. 
Uh, it was done this year, Dan. So it, that could largely be attributable to Trump's influence, perhaps? That, well, that's what the headline says. They sure Trump effect, question mark. Fewer Mormons say they're Republicans, study shows. Yeah. So, I, you know, like, it, it, it's it's interesting that it could vacillate so much that wildly, year yeah. to year, that's, election year to election year. That seems really uh, weird. They, uh, you know, the, the height of Mormon Republican affiliation, uh, of course, was when Mitt Romney mm-hmm. w- w- was running yeah. for president. Yeah, they loved it then. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I've never considered my, and this is also something I think is interesting, is I've never considered my political allegiance to be based on current candidates. No. I, I, I'm a Democrat because I mostly agree with what the party stands for. Right. Right. Like, I definitely agree more with the Democrats than I do with the Republicans. Um, and, uh, and so I have no problem being politically affiliated. So Democrat. Yeah. Um, and so, but, but it, we, if we were to throw up a bad candidate, that I don't like, I wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, oh, well, I'm not Democrat right now. Yeah, that seems strange. That's... Is there a group in the middle that does that? Apparently? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know there used to be sort of the phenomenon of the moderate in America. And, oh, how are the moderates voting this year? That's doesn't. When yeah, was the last time you heard a no, pundit talk about the moderates? Nobody seems like a moderate anymore. <laughs> it seems like the entire world is just on one side or t'other, and ne'er the twain shall meet. Yeah. So that's yeah. I yeah. Know. And so I I I just felt that was uh, very bizarre and interesting, and I don't know what was exactly the percentage again. Forty eight percent under 50 under 50 i promise you those of you who don't know mormon culture those of you who 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 are out there and you know you've never even met a mormon or whatever you gotta understand how shocking this moment is for me now again this isn't them running to the democratic party i know a a lot of these running froms yeah are probably now, running toward libertarianism libertarian. or, or yeah. yeah so or, but yeah. they're not voting for gary johnson i've seen the polling on that no Utah. no there is a mormon uh like fringe candidate for president yeah. have you seen that guy yeah mcmillan or mcmullen or something him. yeah uh he he could take some votes away from trump that would be interesting yeah it's not like hillary gets a bump from from this loss of of no republicans all, all that could happen is maybe people will just stay home yeah, which is and which so, which is essentially the same thing as a bump for Hillary. Yeah, it's half a bump. It's it's a it's only half. It's half a bump. That's <laughs> yeah. right. That's uh-huh. right. It's <laughs> it's it's a it's a mild. Bump. You didn't gain a vote, but your opponent lost a vote. Right. So exactly. That's well. That's a, that's something, I guess. Well, there you go. That's a that's a very strange number, and I'm very confused all of a sudden. Oh, the state will still vote for Trump. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. It absolutely still will. All of those, it, yeah, it doesn't matter how many of them go away. All of the Utah electoral votes will go for They're going to go to Trump. Trump. So there you go. I've already sort of braced myself for that skeezy feeling. Yeah, that's not going to be good. <laughs> that's where. That's the state in which we live, folks. Woo! No longer the reddest of the red states, though. No, Oklahoma proudly wears that cap. Yep, 
Yep. Bunch of dingbats. <laughs> Boy, we, we're not alienating our conservative listeners at all right now. Hey, you can be conservative. I don't care. Yeah. Just don't you? You just called Oklahoma a bunch of dingbats because well, they they're, are. they're reddest of the red states. I don't think they're informed conservatives. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I don't have a problem if you're conservative and you know what you're... Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. So I'm going to move us on to um, a new study that has uh, recently come out in the Interdisciplinary Journal of Research on Religion. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. It's a great title, guys. Way to, <laughs> way to name your journal. Sounds... That's a good way to make sure that you get not just the academic uh, buyers, but, you know, the the, the, the larger populist market as well. Uh, anyway, uh, so this new study has been published, and they're talking, and what, what it is about is uh, religion's contribution uh, to, our, to, Ameri- to the American economy. Uh. The, the contribution of religion, as though that's a single thing. Uh, yeah, to okay. to the economy of the United States of America, and they have estimated that it is. Uh, well, you know, I, I've actually seen multiple estimates, um, but at least one demographer puts it at one point two trillion dollars. That's a lot of money. Yes, that's a lot of money. Yes, it is. Uh, the the study itself uh, has an estimate that also that looks more like a uh, three hundred seventy eight billion. Uh, oh, but it could, change. but it could go as high as four point eight trillion. So, so the middle, the middle ground of one point two trillion sounds fine. I don't sounds know. Sounds reasonable. Uh, why is this important? I don't know. I mean, I guess the part of the part of the issue that they that they're bringing up is that uh, they do a lot of good things. So that I mean, you know, if you have a church. Then you're hiring people to mow your lawn and clean your church, and you know you're sure. contributing to the economy in that way. A lot of churches do a lot of charity work, so mm. that's a good no. thing. You know, they're they're no. contributing to their to to not that's not to the economy, but that's contributing but they're helping out. They're contributing to the uh, to the country. They're, they're they're carrying their own weight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and more than that, I so uh, you know one of the things that a a possibly cynical atheist might point out is that uh, while they're a huge, I mean, and th- this is huge. You look at one point three trillion dollars, and that's that's larger than the top, like the top ten uh, tech companies put together. Like yeah. you, you put Apple and Amazon and all those guys together. Google and Google. Don't forget Google. Google. Go yeah. Ogle. I call yeah. it Go Ogle. Oh, great. Yeah. Get it because like, you go and ogle the sites yep. and stuff. You're so good. I'm very it's clever. Like I, I I hope it's you guys remarkable. all realize how yeah. clever I am. Yeah, uh, really something down. It would make it. Uh, it it would make it uh, if it were if religion in the United States of America were its own economy. Uh, it would be the fifteenth largest national economy in the world. That's disgusting. Um, but <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, I, that's absurd. It is absurd. But I mean, here's the thing about religion. Uh, there are ways that it doesn't benefit society. Oh, yeah. For instance, well, there are ways that it hurts society. So we have to take that into consideration Let's as do. well. Like we okay. have to we have to think about. Well, I mean, you could talk about all of the uh, 
the molestations and the various uh, and sundry things. But you yeah. don't even have to go that far. You could just talk about how psychologically damaging it is to tell a child that they could be burned for eternity if they don't do good. And then tell them that the, one of the yeah, things that... Well, but it keeps a lot of, you know, therapists and... And in business, really okay. Work, so, you know? so some so of the contribution a, is economic benefit there too. Some of the contribution is through what uh, would the therapeutic what uh, would therapists do <laughs> if they didn't have religiously damaged people. There you to, go to, to talk to. There you go. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I also don't like the fact that there's all of this money flowing and none of it is being taxed. So none of it is going to uh, to the common good in that way. They use plenty of infrastructure that is paid for by taxpayers. Yes, they do. Uh, and yet they do not contribute to it. No, they don't. So that's Those a that's, that's a net loss. Tax the right hell there. out of them. They deserve it. That would be it. Would be nice. It would be nice tax if, them. if we could tax them. Tax them. Uh, but we can't because politics and stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there you go. Um, there, uh, the, there is contribution, and and I don't, I don't want to be the the super cynical guy who says no, that's bullshit. They they contribute a lot to our societies. I just wish that, uh, I mean, you could make all of those same contributions, and not have it be tied to, uh, you know, imaginary stories. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if that all that was uh was science science the arts yeah you know uh community centers yeah uh where everyone was welcome there was no ideology forced on people right that's the other thing is that Uh, we're talking about groups that are exclusive exclusionary and exclusive ah, like belong yeah you you don't get to participate in in these good things unless you subscribe to a series of a system of beliefs yeah so it's not like it's real it's not like it's open to everybody no that's disappointing too they they keep those those bowling alleys and uh yeah oh yeah and 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 workout you know rooms to themselves themselves. yeah they don't share them it's not like i can call up the local bishop and say hey i want to play basketball on the carpet in in the in the cultural hall at the church, at the the Mormon ward. Yeah. Did you have a carpeted basketball court? Uh, Every now and then you see one. A lot. Most of them have hardwood now, but. Well, no. Well, I think originally they always were hardwood because mm-hmm. the old chapels that we were in, they had they had uh, they had the hardwood floor. Okay. And then, uh, and then yeah, I remember in the eighties we had a new chapel built. And it was carpeted. It had that low pile uh-huh. Berber carpet or whatever. Yeah, and then which your basketball still bounces off of, but it's it's weird. It well, I'm, it changes things a little <laughs> bit. Um, I think like your big stake centers had always had the the hardwood floor. Right. Yeah, they had a full court. They had like a, a proper gymnasium. It wasn't it wasn't like a half court or whatever. Right. Yeah. Whereas like the smaller <laughs> ones that you know needed all that overflow space. Um, on a regular basis, yeah. Then the, because their chapels were so small, I think those were the ones that they carpeted. Sure, sure. But, it, but they, they would like cut out the the the, the markings on the floor <laughs> and do it in a different color right. carpet. And so they, yeah, you'd have the you'd have the lines for like the you know the the key with the the free yeah. throw line and everything. 
That was that was there. It was just in black carpet, black Berber rather than the brown Berber. Oh, see, ours was uh, brown with a, a lighter, like a oh. tan. Oh, and then there were some black hashes somewhere. I can't remember. Right. I do remember the black. <laughs> anyway, it's all very strange and weird, and they yeah. they figured it out. Yeah. They did it. You can't have an LDS chapel without a basketball hoop. Apparently not. It can't. It's the sport of of Jesus. <laughs> uh, but yes, Morrison's love that. Well, church ball is such a big thing. Yeah, and it's vicious. It's, <laughs> it's they vicious. Threatened to shut it down, or did they shut it down? I don't know. The worst is I. I'm. I'm just, I, think I have the, to say, it's a well known fact, at least in Utah, that the most vicious basketball that can ever be played is played by the young women. Of the Mormon oh, church. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the elders quorum. Nope. The young nope. women games are like elbows are thrown, nails get scratched <laughs> on faces. Like, it is horrendous. <gasps> I One of the most harrowing times of my life, I was asked to referee one of the girls' games, which, by the way, just proves how little they care about the girls' basketball, because mm-hmm. I had no business refereeing a basketball game. I... I understood the rules only insofar as I had played church ball for a few years, but like I was in no position to be calling a game. Right. It was, okay. That was just ridiculous. Okay. And I was terrified the entire time. Oh, so you let that thing get away from you. No, no. But, uh... but they, but they were mean to me. Like I called a girl for traveling, which she had done. You kick him out, damn. and she was screaming. At, they were all just screaming at me, and I was like, "What? You traveled? It's not. That's a. Yeah, it was scary. They they scared me. That's when you kick them out. Yeah, that's when you read. That's how you hold on to your authority. <laughs> is you kick them out. You know, I should have kicked out the entire team, and then uh, and then I wouldn't have had to do it anymore. <laughs> All right, Dan. Yeah, what do you got? Donald Trump has a plan for America. Yes, he does. He uh, won't tell us what it is, but he's got one. Uh, well, this plan uh, is to give new parents a child care tax credit. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, this is actually, it's kind of uh, like you don't expect it from a Republican. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it. You don't yeah. expect it. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? Take care of America's children? Yeah. Through a tax credit to the poor? Uh, and I heard some things about that, that it was probably going to benefit wealthier people more than the poor people. And then he kind of had to regroup and regroup. Right. Up. Because originally it wasn't a credit. Originally, all he was talking about was a d- deduction. Oh, but okay. The, uh, but, but yeah, poor people who don't pay taxes because they're deductions too poor. Deductions don't help. Deductions right. don't help. And they're exactly. the ones that need the help the most. So, um, Representative Steve King... Do you know this guy? We've heard this name before. He's a, a Republican from Iowa. Yeah. And uh, he is already starting to uh, come up with his own uh, criticisms. Okay. And his own sense of like how this should really work. Okay. Uh, he wants to uh, make sure that it is only available to natural families. The LGBT <laughs> parents need to be excluded from this. Yeah. Uh, gay people, no, we don't. Uh, once again, you might be able to marry, but we don't respect your families. You're not natural. Um, because, you know, he only wants wholesome children. Right. To, you know, participate. Well, you, you think about it. Those people, those gay parents, 
If you can call them that, Mm -hmm. because that couple did not produce that child. Yeah. Uh, What are they going to teach that kid? Oh, dear God. I know. He says, I want to respect all human persons. All human persons. All human persons Mm -hmm. who are all gifts from God. Oh, good. But I want to encourage the natural family. That's the best and most wholesome way to raise a child. And that's been the case throughout thousands of years of human history. (laughs) And we need to go with what works. Um, I want want to respect all humans. I just can't. I just, I, I want to, but I don't. I don't think the best public policy is, um, only providing services to the people that you agree with right uh, or or only sort of the if okay so you have a model in your head of right. what a family should look like right right and okay that's fine but only providing to like the perfect model right the one that you're trying to to encourage whatever it does that's not reality. No. There's going to be single mothers, there's going to be gay parents, there's going to be single fathers, there's going to be well, like there, there there are people <laughs> in all sorts of varieties and the 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 issue is those kids. Right. They like this this douchebag extraordinaire who can't just look out for the kid. Right. No matter the situation that the kid finds himself in. Right, because in, well, herself. in fairness to these to him these children all choose which family they want to be a part of. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if they should have chosen better. Mm-hmm. If, they, if they didn't yeah. want to, if, if they wanted that money, yeah. if they wanted to, to eat three squares a day, uh, they should have chosen a natural yeah. family. A preferably white, Christian, yeah, n- at least middle class. But, you know, the middle class is struggling right now. Yeah. So you should probably go yeah. upper middle class. And it's so funny because there there are times in which uh, it makes sense on some level for the, our laws to encourage specific behavior. Mm-hmm. So that's why, for instance, uh, it makes sense to make local laws that attract a certain industry, you know, that that give that give incentives to a certain industry or whatever. Right. That's not how it works when you're just trying to help children. Yeah. That's not what you do. Yeah. You you, you save that you save that for very specific things. Otherwise you're being all you're doing is being a dick. Yeah. You're not encouraging a specific kind of family. You're just being a shit to babies. Yeah. Way to so, hate Steve King. Way to hate babies, Steve. You're awful. You're a baby hater. <laughs> Good job. Take your baby hating ways and, and go back to uh, fucking Iowa. Yeah. Anyway. How's that? Is that good? Yeah. You did it. All right. You cool. figured it out. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go to Arizona uh, yeah. where there is uh, in Tempe. There's a, a very uh, a, 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 an influential pastor, yes, uh, walking bad haircut Stephen Anderson, who uh, now I, I'm gonna you you took a pot shot at <laughs> his looks here, yeah. Um, the man bears a striking resemblance to Matthew Fox. Who's that? Uh, Lost. Oh. Party of Five. Yeah, he looks like Matthew Fox's. He looks um, a lot like Matthew. Fox. He looks like Matthew Fox's like older, uglier, no, no dumber no. brother. No, no, dumber maybe, but no, he looks like Matthew Fox. He's kind of, he's kind of a, kind okay. of a babe. Okay, Frank is attracted to bad haircut boy. Uh, 
Yeah, he, look look at him. I'm looking at him. Look I got a pay, I got it's, a, it's also the suit doesn't fit very well. The suit is clearly um, off the rack at Kmart. Oh. And uh and the haircut but that haircut is And I love I love the bad. picture of him. This picture of him has him uh preaching on a clearly like homemade pulpit that's been <laughs> hammered together from reclaimed wood from his barn. And in front of a uh, a backdrop, the, a painted backdrop of like trees, uh-huh. which is really nice, uh-huh. really pretty. Um, it he must be in yeah he must be in a converted outhouse because he's trying to make it look good, but it's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, this I, guy has I, made I, a lot of a, a lot of headlines over the over the last several years doing things like. Uh, Oh, he's showing me another picture of him. He looks no. better there. No, oh, oh, that's... that's Matthew Fox. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see a resemblance. No, it's like the same guy. <laughs> yeah, but Matthew, same guy. Matthew Fox would uh, would at least like not have his hair cut by a floby. That's all I'm saying. No, he just put a, a number two shield on and buzzed it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm anyway, just saying. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes. I'm, all I'm saying here, Dan, this is what I'm saying. All right. I'd hate fuck him. <laughs> that's what i that's what i'm saying fair enough fair enough and you should because this is the guy who hates gays so much yeah that he uh he, like he's the guy that uh that call what did he say he said uh he's called for the murder of every gay person uh as a as a solution to hiv because hmm. that would work that would work no, there's no straight folks nope. with getting with AIDS. That's not new. Nope. That's not a thing that's possible. Anyway, he also said uh, after the uh, nightclub incident in Orlando, uh, where 49 uh, people were killed and 50 more were wounded, he said there's 50 less pedophiles in the world. Yeah. Wow. Yep. He's that guy. He's also a guy who has worked with leaders throughout Africa to try and get laws passed where, uh, because that's Africa's the co- continent where you can actually get some laws passed mm. to criminalize homosexuality and all that sort of thing. However, not all of Africa is having it. Mm. South Africa, which mm-hmm. is a country in the south of Africa, mm. uh, interesting. Has, Tell me more, Dan. Has banned him. He does not get to go to South Africa. What? Uh, he has been barred from entering, and uh, so has his entourage of people that were going to come with him from his uh, from his parish there what? in in Tempe. They denied all of them. Yep. Uh, wow. Good on them. Yeah. The uh, well done. The uh, Home Affairs Minister Malusi Gigaba uh, said, "This is on the basis that I am certain they promote hate speech." as well as advocate social violence. I also believe, and I, I read that, I, I, I don't have this on uh, this particular article, but I did also uh, hear that he, here on, I think NPR, that he's, he was banned from the UK as well. And he can't even fly, he can't even fly into Heathrow on his way to somewhere else. So there you go, uh, a man, a country that's actually willing to say, hmm... Nah. No, mm. you can't come. Mm, I know. I kind of like that. Can we uh, ban him from the U.S.? Can we bar him from co- <laughs> Can we send him... Because he's going to Botswana soon. Oh, dear can we, God. Can we stop him from coming back? That, um, that would be nice. That would be interesting. I'm convinced he'll do hate speech here, too. He always does. Yeah. 
It's interesting. It is an interesting thing, right? Yeah. The whole banning somebody because of hate speech. We in these United States believe in free speech. Yeah. So, but I mean, including hate speech, unless it's like, unless it's inciting people to violence. But what's our policy? Do, would we allow someone in a similar sort of we, character? We regularly do. I mean, yeah, right. Yep. Huh. We allow we allow people to come in and talk on any subject. We are. I mean, like we obviously we all often have imams come in talking about horrific things. Yeah. Matter of fact, the uh, the Orlando shooter uh, seems to have been influenced by a guy who came in from another country who was who was talking about homosexuality and how hmm. how they deserved to die and all that sort of stuff. Hmm. So fun, fun stuff here in the U.S., but. <laughs> Sorry, South Africa, you don't get to hear from our guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's just crazy town. All right. What What do you got? Uh, well, Dan, there's a need on our phones for more emojis. There's yeah. Just, they're just not enough. Uh, I want... I there want are a, nuances I want an angry pictorial. poop. <laughs> there's, always, there's only a happy poop. I want an angry poop. I've had an angry poop before. I, I can, know. I can totally... Uh, yeah. I, one of, I one of those, one of those jalapeno poops, it, yeah, or something. It just needs little green bits <laughs> in, the, in the poop. And Maybe a corn poop. What about a corn poop? There should be a corn poop. <laughs> uh, well, there is no hijab emoji. Oh, and uh, so there is a 15-year-old uh, high school student uh, who lives in Berlin. Oh, okay. She's originally from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, she. Uh, is trying to uh, to get this changed. Well, how about that? Um, and they have they have some very cute, just adorable little uh, emojis, little with versions the, with oh. the hijab. Oh, look at that! Sporting the hijab. Look at that. What's that- and what's the thing that that Yasser Arafat always wore? What's that called? The the male thing. I don't know. They should uh, have that too. Uh, his job. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, good Lord. Uh, because they've got the guy with the turban, right? Don't they have a guy? They have like a guy with a... Yeah, they have a guy, either a turban or he's really got a, a turban. It's, it's more that it's headscarf with the two little ropes around it, right? Oh, no. Yeah, that's that's the... Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm saying that the, the emojis already have a guy with a turban. Oh, but isn't that a Sikh? I don't know what it is. It actually looks like he might... It might, look, it might be a head bandage. It might not well, be a turban. Let me see. Let me see. Look at the bottom that's there. That's too small. I've, hold, I've, I've pulled up the emojis on my phone. There's, yeah, that's either... It's either uh, after... It's got, like a massive head wound uh, right. emoji. Or it's possibly maybe an Indian of some kind? Yeah, like, it's hard. That's India, hard to Indian? tell. There's, uh, there's also like a, a... like I don't know if that's a, a... Like a British guard guy with a black... Like one of those big tall hats. I, so it's hard to tell what most of these things are. It, it is interesting to me because, like, do we must we all have our own emoji representative emoji? I mean, I know you can change the skin tone. Yeah, on them. Yes, that's, so it's, that's so a good it reflects, thing. It reflects your uh, your complexion. That, in case, just in case you're not yellow. Yeah. How? Yeah. Yeah. I actually take. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take issue with that right now because. Like because seriously, because you're not yellow. I'm not yellow, yeah. and yet I'm represented by the color yellow. Um, is that 
Is that something that I should be able to get worked up about? I don't know. I don't think I don't think we can get worked up about any of this stuff, to be perfectly honest. Well, I mean, you know, a 15-year-old probably does feel uh, a little, uh, a lot more need right. to be properly represented. And 15-year-olds uh, also... As an emoji. Fi- 15-year-olds are the ones for whom this kind of shit is actually important. Mm. Like, by the time you get to, you know your 20s who the fuck cares about emojis if you use them you don't care about them right but yeah for a 15 year old it's like hey well and you know because i and i've always seen and you know like (laughs) i I don't know that i need a tire on an emoji it's just Mm. a it's a face that's expressing your your emotion a specific emotion. it's a facial expression right like i don't I don't see how it might be Eurocentric or, you know, especially since you can change the complexion, yeah. right? Like, I don't like... That's because, that's because you have privilege. You don't, it, you can't see... Am I not seeing the fact that they're, that they're not wearing head garb? <laughs> well, clearly. But they're not, it's just, it's also, my face also isn't that circular, right? Yeah. And... I have more emotions than the ones that are here. The ones that are right. Oh, you know so what I mean? And so I... You're lacking the ennui uh, emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Where's exactly. The, where are the emo- emojis that represent, you know, crippling depression? I see I, sadness. I don't I, see crippling depression. There is on occasion, though, one of these... Crippling depression, I know. Um, the, 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 the one that has sort of the square mouth, right? Do you see that one? Sure. The square mouth. Like, I, I feel that emotion. I know exactly <laughs> what emotion that is. But I, I, I feel that one with the eyes open, not the one with the eyes closed. <laughs> I don't know what the eyes closed. Oh, oh, no. I just experienced it. You just did it. I just did it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know what that is now. I, that one had confused me for okay. a while. Frank has just uh, just taught us all how to how to really relate to these things. Just just try to try mimic it. and then see what you feel and see what happens. Yeah, do the try. Okay, Frank, do the one where you don't have a mouth. Where you is just that? have eyes. I need to see it. It's, where is it? It's on the bottom uh, below. Oh, look, oh yeah, below the sunglasses there. His mouth actually disappeared, you guys. <laughs> he doesn't have a mouth. Oh, my God. I'm feeling mute. I'm feeling... That's what that is. Mouthless. That, that's... That's... I don't know what to say. Right. Right? Or or just... Yeah, exactly. I, I, or... No, I'm feeling... I'm feeling voiceless. Maybe. I like... There's one that looks like you're a bowling ball. There's one that's just three holes. And, I'm, I'm one of them's the thumb hole. Uh-huh. But that's... That's... I know what it is, but it's, yeah. And also, our our listeners cannot see your face right now. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's, oh, let's, oh, I'll, oh. Make, I'll make sounds to go with it. Okay. Oh, 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 That's what we need. We oh, need emoji sound oh, effects oh, that are just, that, that oh, aren't words. They have to be universal. So it's it's got to be just muffled sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an emoji sound. But you don't want it to... Do you want an emoji sound for all of these? <laughs> no. You talked about poop earlier. Do you really want to... Yeah, that one I want. As long as it's Mr. Hanky, I guess. <laughs> the Christmas poo. <laughs> all right, I'm moving on uh, from the emojis. Yeah, all right. Uh, you know, I was talking in our in my last story about the, the shooting in Orlando. 
uh, it's actually uh, there's there's been a, a development. The um, the the Islamic Center, uh, the mosque where that Orlando shooter uh, once attended, mm-hmm. has been set alight, has been arsoned. Somebody, somebody, oh my god! Somebody set it up on fire. Okay. Uh, no one was hurt in the blaze. It, it is interesting. It, it took place three months, I think, to the day for, uh, since the uh, attack mm. on the club. Uh, it also took place basically the night it, in the in the early morning hours slash night of September 11th. Okay. So like. Nobody really knows what this is about. It, mm-hmm. There has, there's. It's not like there's been. There was a note left behind, but it seems linked to a lot of things. Mm. Mm. So there you go. Uh, hatred against Muslims alive and well. Jesus Christ, I Islamophobia. I think as they call it. I, th- I just feel like. People should know better than to light a building on fire. You just never can light a building on fire. I think that... It It doesn't matter how angry you are. In the moment, if you feel like that's the only thing left to you, or that's the only good option, I think you can just automatically still rule it out. Yep. It's not one of your choices. You don't light buildings on fire. Also, you can't attack a person. Sure. Yeah, a person a person who's not physically attacking somebody else, you don't get to attack a person, and you can't light a building on fire. Those yeah. are not options that you have. Yeah, I'm 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 fine with those just being blanket rules. Yeah, we don't burn down buildings. Yeah. So anyway, uh, anger bubbling, boiling. This was also uh, on the uh, on the eve of one of the major hol- religious holidays of Islam, oh, Eid. God. Yeah, uh, it's one of the Eids. Yeah, Eid al-Adha. Ah. Uh, so this this happened on the end of the day of Arafat, which is a day of fasting that precedes Eid al-Adha. Ah. Um, but Does that yeah. anything to do with Yasser? Yasser? No, it doesn't. I don't oh. think so. Um, okay. He was named after it, probably. Yeah, he probably was. Yeah, okay. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's horrible. The best... Th- but, you know, what's funny is that all of the major Abrahamic religions have some sort of eye for an eye thing in their book. Yeah. So it's kind of they're practicing what they preach on at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't burn down buildings. Don't burn down buildings. <laughs> just, it takes just a sec it takes stop. a secular podcast <laughs> to come up with the the moral imperative just leave their building alone yeah. and don't hurt the people. Maybe uh, if you feel like uh, opening a dialogue with the imam. Sure. That's something to do. That's constructive. Yeah. Or, uh, or you know, starting a, a, a charity mm. that helps uh, LGBT people. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. That, yeah. would, be, that would be constructive. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Or just, you know, donate some money to somebody. Mm. Find a great place to donate some money or mm. some time. And uh, 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 kind of a... An angry donation? Yeah, an angry exactly. Donation. This donation Arr! is Arr! made Arr! in the name of my seething anger. <laughs> That's on the memo line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's $5,000. I'm so mad. 
I like that idea. <gasps> the matter you are, the more you give. Oh, this is going to hurt. Yeah. I'm not eating for the uh, next two months. Right. Take that. Anger. Take that, violent people. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> well, if you have better ideas for what someone can do with their anger, mm. you can uh, you can write in to us and we'll, maybe we'll say them on the air. Our, our, our address to which you can write, it's an electronic address. It's podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can send us a voicemail message. Yeah. You can call the number 424-666-8442 to do so. Yeah, we sure like it when you do that. Uh, Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist, and click on that like button. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group. We'll let you in. But it's great. And uh, yeah, lots of good support there. For, for all of us. Yeah, so do that stuff. All right, guys, we got some audio to play for you. Yes, because this is an audio show, and that's what mm-hmm. we do. We, we, all of our show is audio, Ooh. technically, but this is somebody else's audio that we yeah. didn't make. This is that nice Brian Fisher. Oh, he's a he's a fancy one. He's got something to say. Yeah, as boy, as he's he got too much to say, as he so often does. He's 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 a peach. That <laughs> this, one. This one's about Hillary Clinton. Let's go to Joseph, Norman, Oklahoma. Joseph, welcome. What's on your mind? Yes, sir. Uh, last night, me and my family watched some YouTube videos of uh, Hillary's bizarre behavior uh, during interviews. And yeah, just very bizarre. Um, what would you? Um, allow the possibility that when she was uh, communing with the so-called spirit of Eleanor Roosevelt, <laughs> that a, that no, no, I'm serious. No, I, 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 I know. And I, I better know where you're going with this too. Go ahead. Yeah, that a demon possibly has latched onto her because there is other reports of the same type of behavior. Uh, when a person is possessed, that uh, is documented that they act the same way she is acting. What, what are your thoughts about yeah. that? Well, you know, Joseph, I really don't have an opinion on that. I think it's certainly possible that there is some kind of demonic influence in her life. I think it's almost inevitable, uh, given the what she's done with her life and the things that she's done. You can open the doorway of your life to demonic presences in a lot of different ways, and a lot of them are things that Hillary Clinton has done. So there's no question from a biblical standpoint that she herself has opened her life up to demonic influence. Now, what shape that's going to take whether these uh, demons that have been invited to attach themselves to her and influence her, whether they would manifest themselves in this particular way, uh, you know, I, I, re- I really don't know. Demons attached to her. Demons attached to people. I, I mean, it's so clear that she, the way that she's chosen to live her life, it's that like, she has demons. Demons are prodding her into a life of public service. It's, it's just... <laughs> It's demonic. It's positively uh, demonic. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. I kind of like the, uh, the, the barnacle model of demonic possession. They just attach to you. They just yeah. glom on. Eventually, you know, you got to kind of scrape a few of them off because, you know, they're going to slow you down. Yeah. Bad. You, you're, you're less hydrodynamic the more demons you have uh, pulling on you. Yeah. I, I had to look up the whole 
Hillary and Eleanor Roosevelt thing. I was like, what the fuck are they on about? Yeah. Apparently, and I love that they're making a lot of hay out of this. She was, she, when she was first lady, she was struggling with like trying to, you know, get some stuff done. And she wanted, uh-huh. she wanted to be, she wanted to be, you know, be able to, to use that influence for, for things that she cared about. And uh, a, a therapist told her to, to sort not to channel, but to just have a conversation, uh, you know, a, a, an imagined conversation with Eleanor Roosevelt, who happened to be one of her heroes. You know, right. Eleanor Roosevelt was a badass woman yeah. who had huge influence while she was the first lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, she was encouraged to have a conversation with her just yeah. to sort of to imagine, you know, what that conversation was like. And, of course, the right took that to mean seance <laughs> it was she was the, talking to ghosts eleanor has lent hillary clinton her personal favorite demons yeah exactly to to help guide her as a mrs pa- clinton this is <laughs> this is beelzebub she he will serve you so well throughout <laughs> your years uh yeah she uh you know I think that's really uh, probably very, very good advice for a, a strong, independent woman who, you know, was struggling with the role of being in this, like, second chair position. In a completely know? undefined position. Yeah. There's a woman who has known what her job was in every place that she's been. Yeah. She's a, a lawyer. She was a, you know, she's a, a, a an activist, a leader, whatever. And now she's like... In a job where the but, job, if she wanted to be, could be sit. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a role that has been defined by traditional sort of feminine role, right? Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be the hostess of the White House. You're supposed to throw parties. Right. Spo- take up an issue. Take up an important, an important issue or cause. Right. But it's really, don't, don't get in the way. Right, and you and know. and don't push too hard. No, 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 no. Make this it should a, be a, a a cause that everyone can agree. With. It should be a cute on, cause. You know, it should be orphans. Right. You know, help S- the orphans. Say no to drugs. Yeah. These are <laughs> yes. How useful. Harmless. Yeah. Exactly. Harmless causes like say no. Just say no. Just say no. Fucking. All you have great. to do to defeat the drug problem in the United States. It's just say no. Just say no. no. You got the right to say no. Yeah, Remember that right. Add on TV. I do. But anyway. Oh my sad. god. All right. Well, uh, we had some folks write into us. Who did we now? We had some some uh, some missives from various parts of the land, yeah. and from various lands actually, several oh. different lands. Oh, fantastic. Um, you remember we talked about. We were talking about uh, September 11th and the attack that happened then. Mm-hmm. And we we ended up talking about how nine eleven is how is you know is how a lot of people referred to it, but also nine one one and nine one one is our emergency phone number. Oh yeah, here yeah, in yeah, the, uh, yeah. Somebody pointed out that uh, Kim wrote in to point out that the emergency number in Switzerland, delightfully, is apparently six six six. What? Really? Yeah. Call the devil. Wow. Devil get you out of that jam. Wow. Yeah. I wonder, it, it does literally make me wonder. And this person, Kim also sent a uh, a photo of like a little placard 
by next to the hotel phone ah, in, in okay. Zurich. Yeah. It says dial six 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 or push the alarm button. Wow. In the corridor. I just like I just huh. like the idea of like some poor American evangelical needing help in Switzerland just refuses and just not being willing. <laughs> I will not <laughs> dial that. I would rather dad die of this heart attack no. than dial that devil's number. No. <laughs> Someone else dial it. Dad's dying. <laughs> uh. oh, so this is proof that Switzerland is not in the American South. Right, exactly. <laughs> Somebody else wrote Not in and Bible talked to, talked about uh, um, how the United States is like the only place in the world where we would say nine eleven as opposed to eleven nine, like everywhere else in the world does. Oh, the, the day first, the, then yeah, the day, okay. then the month, then the year. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Riley. Riley says, "Hey guys, just wanted to give you a quick shout out and let you know how much I enjoy listening to the show." I'm one of those ex-Mos that is, that's ex-Mormon for those of you who don't know, that has left the church but just can't seem to leave it alone. I listen to a lot of Mormon podcasts, mostly because I've got three kids that are still being raised in the church by my ex-wife, and I like to know what kind of things they're being taught. They can be extremely tedious and exhausting to listen to, though. A lot of times I'll smoke a little pot in the evenings and listen to a podcast while puttering around the house, uh, or just relaxing on the back porch. Uh... I assume Riley lives in one of the states where that's legal. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lately, though, I found that when I'm high, some of the arguments for the church are really compelling. No. I listen to some of these podcasts and think, shit, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) What if I'm wrong and the church is really true? It really freaks me out sometimes. Of course, once I take a few deep breaths and calm myself down, I realize that it only makes sense because I'm high. Yeah. Otherwise, it's all utter bullshit. Yeah. Say no to drugs, kids. Whoa. If that's what getting high does to you, Riley, I would... uh, Don't make any good decisions, any big decisions (laughs) while you're high. I was going to say, just stay away from that shit. No, it sounds like it's having an interesting effect, if nothing else. Yeah. Imagining what if it were true. Man, maybe, you know, if it gives you some perspective on how other people's minds work, who knows? Just, uh, just... Just yeah. don't believe. I think the takeaway here is if you're high, don't, don't believe it. Whatever, don't believe any of it. And I think we've all learned that lesson because we've all been around the guy who like came up with some amazing idea while he was stoned. And the rest of us are like, yeah, dude, that sucks. That's the student. No, no, you don't get it. This is like the most profound thing ever. I don't think anybody's ever thought of this before. What if we're all just aliens who think we're humans because another alien race has tricked us. Whoa. Dude. Whoa, yeah, that's... My mind is fucking uh... blown right now. (laughs) Uh, Lauren wrote into us. Lauren says, uh, Dear Frank and Dan, love you guys and your podcast. I thought your discussion on Islam in the last episode was severely lacking, though. (gasps) Okay. You make some good points, but I don't think you dug deep enough. As an atheist, I'm very critical of religions, and as a critical thinker, I can see that not all religions are equal. Both Sam Harris and Bill Maher's arguments against Islam resonate with me. Yes, some people are Islamophobic for the wrong reasons, they, uh, that they think all Muslims are terrorists or radicals. That's clearly not true. The vast majority of Muslims in the world are not radicals. That is not the problem. The problem is that the majority of Muslims in the world, I don't have numbers to cite, but Harris and Maher do, uh, believe that... Uh, believe things that are fucked up, such as 
death is a reasonable penalty for leaving the religion, or women are property belonging to their husbands. Most of my issues with Islam relate to their treatment of women. Uh, and this is not fringe Islam, it's a mainstream Islam practiced by the majority of people in many Islamic countries and populations of Muslims in Western countries, uh, the so-called moderates. So, you know, that's that's what she's saying. She'd love to hear our thoughts. Um, I, She says the problem with voicing these views is that you get lumped in with Islamophobes that are purely racist or largely and largely ignorant. Mm-hmm. So I, I think she's got a point there. Yeah. Uh, the treatment of women thing is a big deal. Right. Uh, and that's something that is not, is not radical in Islam. No. That, is a, that is a huge problem in Islam. But it's also a huge problem in much of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all of Christianity, well, but much Orthodox, of Orthodox uh, Judaism. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so, I mean, Islam, even the sort of most liberal Islam has some issues with misogyny, I would say. Like, they don't necessarily make women wear the headscarves, but there's like, there's still, there's still very large gender differences, gender roles, mm-hmm. and it's problematic. It may not be downright misogynistic but it's yeah problematic at best I, I and he, here's here's my one thing is i think that once again yes okay you're right it it, it probably is more pervasive in in islam um but i think that we let the western traditions more off the hook more regularly mm. or don't maybe not off the hook that's the wrong way of saying it we don't respond with to the same level of like abhorrence or right or, or, or that's not revulsion it revulsion i don't know what it is like i just don't think that when we encounter misogyny from a traditional western perspective that it has the same sort of fear that it stirs up the 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 that that, yeah. that, that that when we encounter it in islam i don't know that's that's well, my i'm speaking for myself here, sure right i don't respond to sort of the devil that i know in the same way as this other big scary thing right that's all that was the point that i was trying to make is sure. that is that intellectually i think sometimes and and maybe she has it all figured out maybe she you know right it's just abhorrence across the board and that's great. And that's a great place to be. And congratulations. Personally, I don't think that's where everybody's at. Okay. But that's, that's just me. Sure. Sure. All right. Uh, one more email. Hey, Frank and Dan. Forever listener. First time writer. Hmm. So, yeah, I've been listening to you guys since the beginning. Hmm. And I know I have my biases, but there's not a better, more entertaining, uplifting, and informative show on atheism, atheism out in the potosphere. Than ah. what you guys whip out week well, thank to week. You. Uh, yeah, thanks for that. That's sweet. Um, I grew up pretty religious, uh, aka judgmental, righteous asshole uh, in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and fortunately had pretty much let it go by the time you guys got started, uh, though it took over a decade to do so. Hmm. But it was through listening to the two of you that I embraced my own atheism and saw the amazing positiveness in it rather than just feeling unreligious. That uncertainty and empathy, uh, that uncertainty and empathy, are far better in dealing with the world and your fellow human than faith and dogma, and that it's okay to talk about what I think and believe and be proud of it. You're one of the first podcasts I ever listened to, and the one I look forward to most every week. Now, normally I don't read uh, these 
emails. I don't mm-hmm. read the emails that are just uh, glowing nice things about us. Right. Uh, but I'm going to get to the reason why. Uh, anyway, it's been weighing on me through all this time that I've never given back for all that uh, for all that you guys have given me. So in celebration of your 251st episode, huh. 250 would just be too damn cliche, <laughs> I'm donating $1 per episode in back tithing. Oh. You guys deserve it and then some. And when I went on to Patreon to sign up at the $1 per episode level, I saw that you guys may be sharing recipes in that crazy personal blog thing you're doing. <laughs> uh... So I may have gotten suckered into the $3 per show level. I'm not sure. I have to check my status later to see how that shook out. I may have been drinking at the time. <laughs> so, yes, he, he generously sent in a, a, a $251 donation, and now he's oh, a, pa- so a, a Patreon uh, so donor. Uh, also, we had another uh, one-time donation from Samuel. So I just wanted to thank Jeremy and Samuel for those donations. Oh, that's, really uh, that's, nice. that's very kind of you. Um, and yeah, I can confirm that Jeremy did sign up on Patreon. Okay. Uh, anybody else? Anybody? Yeah, there's also David and uh, Nick. Sweet. Uh, and uh, they are they now, of course, as all patrons on on Patreon, have access to commercial free. Uh, version of the show. Right. That's awesome. Um, that also gets us up to $256 uh, dollars out of the $300 uh, per episode per episode that goal. we need to uh, to get um, to our, our goal of video. Once we hit that goal, we'll start producing um, the uh, the video version. Yes. Of the show. And that's and and you know, we hope that our video version is it's it's something. It, hopefully, it'll be something a little more special than than you normally get uh, uh, when it's video of a podcast. I hope so. Anyway, um, yeah. So so yeah. If you want to be part of that, if you want to to follow in Jeremy and and the others' uh, sh- sh- footsteps, uh, please do so by going to the Thank God I'm Atheist dot uh, com page mm-hmm. and uh, you can find uh, donation buttons on the on the side of the screen there and 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 you can become a patron of this thing that we do and we sure would appreciate it if you can't afford that also you can go onto your your uh, listening app of choice you know yeah. your, your stitcher or your iTunes or whatever and give us a nice review yeah you know five stars here and there helps a lot that, yeah that's that's really true so there you go. Okay, Dan. We, yeah, we're going to talk about something. Are you guys ready? <laughs> we have something to talk about. I got something to say. <laughs> I want to talk about this. Uh, dude, so, well, I, I'm, I'm going to just take a moment. I'm going to enjoy this moment just, okay. just for a second. Okay. Uh, atheists are no longer the most unpopular group in the United States, and that's the thing that I'm very, very. I'm going to be happy about that. <laughs> just. Yeah. Just in so long as I don't actually look at the numbers or look at the trends and see what's going on. Because as soon as I do that, uh, it's not not so exciting. Well, okay. So our numbers have improved slightly. Slightly. But a slight improvement is is good. But, But the Muslims' numbers have slipped dramatically yeah from a sort of a let's see the, so the question they're asking is um 
what is it the the your sense of you agree with their version of America is that what it is yeah something along those lines something it's, along those lines yeah, so it's like do you do you agree that blank group shares your vision of shares America your vision of or America, something like right. that uh, and one of the questions that they also ask is uh, would you disapprove of your child marrying a blank right, right? and so Muslims have uh, they were at 33.5% in 2006, and now almost half of those surveyed say that they would disapprove yeah. of their child marrying a Muslim. Uh, so that's uh, a little scary. Yeah, it's it's just so funny. Uh for the you know, because a few a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. the big headline was that atheists are so disapproved of that like we got we got worse reviews uh than rapists. Yeah. Uh nobody was going to vote for an atheist for anything. And you know, one of the articles that we were reading, there have been a few articles about this. One of the articles that we that I was reading said uh was was talking about how you know, this is this this is happening, you know, I atheism has has bumped up from the bottom to second to bottom in in but it hasn't improved enough even despite a decade which a decade's not it's been more than a decade but but despite a decade of organized effort from groups such as american atheists which well while i appreciate a lot of what american atheists does they do important work none of their work uh is really focused on getting uh the rest of the country to like us yeah. Well, most of the billboards they put up are there to infuriate the rest of the country. Yeah. Most of the things that go out to the to to the the public at large are there to make just to piss them off. Yeah. So that doesn't help with these numbers at all. No, 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 no. Uh no, you're going to get uh you're going to get a little bit more uh likability from uh, a nice little uh soft sell type uh ad campaign where it's just you know people being i'm an atheist i'm a mom and an atheist right yeah i'm a doctor and an atheist right the the whole the whole uh openly secular uh group there they do that sort of thing yeah they they that kind of stuff i've got a video i think could work you know yeah but um but and and also i mean basically the only thing that's going to really help is when people start seeing atheists doing good stuff like when they start when they start seeing atheists being represented more on TV and in film, not as like, you know, the character who who is you know, like like House on the show House, Doctor House. Mm-hmm. He's an atheist, and he's good. Like he does good things, but he's also like the grumpiest curmudgeon known to God or man. And so it's like, great. Yes, he saves people's lives, but he's also a, a at what cost? A jerk. At what cost? Even the good ones are soul. jerks. Yeah, and you know, also there's the there, there there's representation of like, I I don't watch it, but apparently the 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 really nerdy guy from Big Bang Theory is an atheist. Yeah, but he's also like, obviously on the spectrum. Yeah, and he's also like, you know, he's also he's base he's basically barely human. And I I don't watch the show, so I can't say much about it. But how much? Yeah, how much are they making him a sympathetic character? Right. He's, you know. Yeah, I've watched one or two episodes. He's not. Right. He's not a sim- he's 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 uh 
He's no Balky. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that one was for you, 40 somethings. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. <laughs> 36 people that listen to our show just had a flashback. <laughs> uh, you millennials won't get that one, but 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 enjoy the rest of you. Um yeah, I <laughs> that's So so here's what we got. We got a, a group of people uh us. Yeah. Pretty disliked in this world, in the in this Christian mm-hmm. world. I was having a conversation uh, an email versation. Uh-huh. Uh, that that's a registered trademark of thank God I'm atheist. <laughs> okay, email versation. Oh, you're sharing it with me. Cool, Dan. You should claim that for yourself. Yeah, that's a Dan Beecher trademark. I, I no, I really don't want it. Actually, <laughs> that's a terrible phrase. Um, anyway, I was I was emailing back and forth with with, with a guy that I'm hoping to have on the show. Huh. Uh, and I I basically had to I had to admit, like, even though you and I have expressed that we don't feel this viscerally mm-hmm. out in the world. But atheists get a pretty raw deal in this society. I know, and I have to, I have to just forget that I live in a fucking bubble. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you and I, we have lots of atheist friends. It's like I, the the major religion that surrounds us surrounds us is far too passive aggressive to ever yeah. like make our lives miserable. Yeah, uh, in a visceral way. They, I mean, they make I, drinking a little bit trickier here, yeah. and they you know they they make it hard to. You know, they, they pass laws that are really annoying. and But even, like, at work, I don't really ever run into trouble, you know? Yeah. Like, it, and I'm I'm completely open. Right. And, uh, and more than willing to say the occasional snarky thing. Sure. You know? I'm a little careful about who's around. Right. But, like... But it's not nice to be a people... dick at work no matter what. So, like, yeah. you get too snarky in... About yeah, anything. that's true. And that's, that's true. just not And I know okay. who's safe, and so I get right. snarky around them, and la la la. But, like, yeah, I live in a fucking bubble. Right. I live in an atheist bubble. Yeah. And I, the, my only interaction with non-atheists is really just my family, and they don't live here. Right. So it's on occasion. It's once every... But there so are, often. But A, uh, there are lots of people in this country for whom their atheism is viscerally I know. Uh, uh, horrible. I know. Uh, I know. People are terrible to them, and we've talked to those people. I and know. also, there are a lot of things that we don't feel on a visceral level, but that are just, we're just used to them. The only reason that we don't feel it is because it's so normal in our society. Right. That, like, you know, it's shocking when someone tries to run for national office as and is an open atheist. Yeah. That's shocking to us. What should be shocking is when an, someone trying to run for national office keeps talking about their fucking religion. Yeah. That should be shocking. That's what should be weird. Be mortifying. Yeah. Yeah. We, as a country that, uh, that has, since its inception, tried to maintain a separation between church and state, mm-hmm. as a country whose founding document has that, like, buried in it, mm-hmm. it, it should, the, the, what should be shocking is when, uh, is when a national politician talks about their faith. Mm-hmm. But the opposite is obviously the case, to the point where someone like Donald Trump, who, if that weren't the case, would clearly not be a religious person. Mm-hmm. Like, he would not be talking about religion. He doesn't give a fuck about religion. He's proven that time and time again. Mm-hmm. 
like just in how he blunders when he tries to do it. But uh, but but because it's it's de rigueur, he uh, he just does it because mm-hmm. he'll just do whatever. It sounds like the thing that'll get him elected. <laughs> he's a, he's a terrible person. <laughs> he's a, he's just bad at personing. <laughs> he's good at trumping though. Yeah, he's really good at that. Um, yeah. So I let's see. Are there well the, the other thing that really jumped out? Yeah. To me, Dan. From this whole, and, and then we can we can conclude. Sure. If you don't have anything else, um, it's it's that all the groups seem to be more disliked than they used to be. It's not like these numbers and are, are shifting around. Uh, gays are more disliked now. They, Crazy. They, they they checked in on that. Uh, where was my little list here? Uh, Jews, Latinos, Blacks. I mean, they're trying to find out. This is groups. This isn't religious groups exclusively right. in this in this study. Um, and all of these groups are more disliked, more distrusted than before. Yeah. And this is this is to me terrifying. Yeah. I I I uh, I, I am such. I just kumbaya, you know. I just want to sit down and join hands. You're in the Rodney King. Sing- can't we all just get along? Can't we all just get along? Can't. You know, yeah. like, it, it, like this doesn't seem like that hard of a thing. No, you it's, know, uh, yeah, we're we're training ourselves that disagreement means exclusion. Like disagreement yeah. means you. I I can't talk to him or like him or enjoy her conversation or whatever we disagree on some points i've Mm -hmm. got to find all the people that agree with me and the news channel that agrees with me and the this that agrees with me and then surround myself with that and polarize myself as deeply as possible yeah such as i has done i have done yes exactly (laughs) since such as you has done (laughs) exactly you know i look at so so here's some stuff from the this poll uh we we mentioned the uh, atheists do not share my vision of American society. Forty percent of Americans believe that. Uh, atheists lack a moral center. Uh, over thirty percent, about thirty five percent. Atheists are part of the elite. Over twenty five percent believe atheists are part of the elite. Well, I'm, I don't. Wow, I don't even I know what so that means. Special now, what does that mean? Part of the the, the elite. elite, the elite has become this the Illuminati, right? Exactly. It's like there's these there's these quotation marks around the word elite in our country now, and it means a group that no one has a definition for. But apparently, atheists are part of it. So, thanks. Ooh, I feel so special. I know all of you, all of you atheist listeners, just know you're elite. <laughs> uh, also. Uh, more than 20% of Americans believe that we atheists are more likely to engage in criminal behavior. Oh, fuck that shit. Yeah. That is, uh, that, the, just so that you all know, uh, the statistics do not bear that out. <laughs> that is not the case. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, I, think, I like the lacking moral center too. Like, yes. I think I have, my moral center is so much more defined and understood and clear right. than it ever was when I was religious. Not only that, but my moral center, yes, absolutely much clearer than it was when I yeah. was just borrowing somebody else's. Right. But also, my moral center changes with new information. Sure, yeah. And I think that's the right thing. That's yeah, not, but that, that's what they're scared of. They think it's weakness. Yeah. It's actually a strength. Right. 
so I, you know, I think that you're right, though. I think that the main takeaway here is how polarized our society is getting, yeah. how much everybody's retreating to their own little hole. Yeah. And I hate that. Mm. So don't do it, people. Go out there and make <laughs> friends with everybody. Yeah. I, I challenge you all to, uh, I mean, some of you don't even have the option of atheist friends, which I think is sad, and go find a group and get some atheist friends, too. Yeah, yeah. But make, but I have friends in all of the categories. Find a Muslim. Shake his hand. Mm-hmm. Find a, you know, find a whatever. Find a Jew. Every, a shake, shake a Jew. Everybody go out and shake a Jew. That's that's the hashtag shake a Jew. No, I don't. I don't think that's a thing. You yeah. don't think that I works out? Nor should. Nor do I think that should be a thing. Um, <laughs> Sh- shake a Jew, a Jew's hand is what I'm getting at. Yeah, shake it, the it, hand of a Jewish. It's person. really that old Coca-Cola ad, Dan. You want to teach I the world teach to sing? The world to sing in perfect harmony. That would be nice. And, and share a Coke. I've I've heard you sing. I don't know that you're the best person for the job, Daniel. <laughs> So help me God. <laughs> I have a beautiful singing voice. I, I'll a, say a, 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 it's taken me years to cultivate <laughs> this lovely, lovely singing you've voice. You've put a lot of work in, I can tell. <laughs> I will say this. You've got a beautiful whistle. Oh, thank you, Dan. It's a beautiful whistle. Oh. I admire your whistle. Oh. oh. Uh, well, so there you, you go. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I hope I hope you take that to heart. Not the whistle mm-hmm. part, but the going out and loving on yeah. every on people that aren't like you. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're a conservative, let's make friends with a liberal. If you're a liberal, let's make friends with a conservative. Absolutely. Uh, and find common ground. God damn it. Hey, well, make it a better place. Yeah. For you and entire human race. There are people There's dying. People dying. You know, so uh, <laughs> let's lend a helping hand. Oh boy, boy, we we did get a little a little kumbaya here, didn't we? Yeah, and we got a soapbox at the same time. Yeah, yeah, we're standing on soapboxes. I feel like I in feel a like circle. It's not just holding hands. I feel like it's not just kumbaya. Ours is kumbaya. God damn it! <laughs> yeah. Although yeah. the song Kumbaya, of all of the songs that we could choose, yeah. that song just means come near me, Lord. It's it's a God song. Yeah. But Why the fuck did we choose that song? Because it's an old campfire song. Yeah. We need a better the campfire hippie dippy song. Campsire, or the, the hippie dippy campers would say. Hi- hippie know. Jesus-y campfire song. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get too deep into into Kumbaya, let's uh, let's. Let's cut our losses and get out yeah, of Yeah, okay. If you guys have anything you'd want to say about this subject or anyone, uh, write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. Yep. We'll let you in. It's a closed group. Uh, nobody know. It won't give away to any of your other friends that you're an atheist. So that, that can be okay. a good thing. Cool. Uh, we want to thank our donors who uh, are helping yeah, to keep this donors. helping to keep this show Not possible. Just the new ones. All of the donors. Thank you all uh, for that. Thanks to Mackenzie for uh, making the Facebook page 
uh, work every week. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. Isn't it fine? And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate it. Bye! Bye!